Welcome to the Creative Career Solutions for Parents podcast, episode 28. Goal setting, excruciating or exhilarating. You are listening to the podcast for working parents. I'm your host, Gina Visram from LimitlessCoaching.com, and I am thrilled that you are here today and tuning into this very short episode on goal setting. But I have to say, I'm incredibly excited to be talking about this in some level of detail, because if you're a regular listener to the podcast, you will know that actually goals come up as a topic during most episodes. And it's no surprise, right? Because this is the hub for all things creative career solutions. This is the hub where you as parents can come for inspiration and insights into how you can achieve your dreams. Really, ultimately, that's the bottom line. Whatever that looks like, is it to do with your lifestyle? Is it to do with finding an incredibly flexible job that you can, which is really kind of child-friendly around your commitments? Is it about actually finding a job where you can do even more hours so you can make more money, so you can support your family? Is it a place where you can be so you can work out what your real priorities are? Do you want um, a bigger house, a smaller house, holidays? Uh, Do you want better communication with your spouse or your other half so you can really support each other on this parenting journey? This is really, really a home for you as parents, no matter what it is that you want to achieve. But you see, that is the bottom line. There are generally things that you want to achieve. And for me, in my world, that comes down to goal setting. And I think you'll find that that's often the case for you as well. So today I'm tackling this head on because I'm always fascinated by having discussions with people that say, I don't like to set goals because I'm scared that I'm going to be a disappointment, that I'm not going to reach them, that I'm going to beat myself up about it. And for those people, the idea of goal setting is actually really excruciating. It's painful. It feels like you're setting yourself up for a fall. And goodness knows, we have enough pressures as parents. You don't want to feel like you're setting yourself up for a disaster or to be feeling bad about yourself or, heaven forbid, to be adding to that mom guilt, that parent guilt, which is always on the back burner somewhere. So I really want you to think on this and be really honest with yourself. Is that something that you resonate with? Does the idea of setting goals feel excruciating for you? Now, you might be quite the opposite. It might be that you are thrilled by the idea of setting goals. You absolutely love it. It makes you think about all of the possibilities. It makes you really excited for your future. It makes you really grateful for what you have in the moment, which is, you know, another whole podcast topic in itself. It makes you have a focus and a direction and something to really set your mind to. For some people, you can actually still be hard on yourself in this way because you're going at those goals so hard that that maybe sometimes you can be a little bit inflexible and not giving yourself a break with it. And but but ultimately, 
you might be somebody for whom the idea of goal setting is an everyday part of your life. Sometimes you hit the goals, sometimes you miss the goals, but it's something that's important to you. This episode is for you, no matter what side of the coin you are on. But I'll tell you where I stand. And this may not come as a surprise for you if you've been hanging out with me for a while. And with your awareness that I am a career coach. (laughs) That I am a career coach and I have a book about these things and I work with university students and high school students and parents like yourselves when it comes to their goals and their dreams. And, And I'll tell you one thing, I am all for goal setting. I am all in with this. And one of the favourite things that I discovered in my coaching training was there was an exercise and they asked the question, what is the difference between a dream and a goal? What is the difference between a dream and a goal? What do you think the difference is? Now, the answer that was given, I thought was incredibly powerful. And the answer was a piece of paper. And that's it. That is the only difference. According to this idea anyway. The idea being that a dream exists in your head, in your mind, in your heart. It's wonderful. Like dreams are so great. But dreams without a plan of some kind or dreams without inspired action or dreams which only involve hope but don't involve much of anything else, often stay just that. They stay dreams. You know, I dream of having a bigger house one day. I dream of a promotion and more money. I dream of having a big family. I dream of travelling to every continent in the world. But if you don't do anything about that, if you don't start to decide... When is it that you might do that? What is it that it might look like? What does happiness look for you, look like for you? What does it involve? If you don't do any of the extra work, and certainly if you don't take action, then it tends to be very rare that your dream is fulfilled. I mean, hey, even if your dream is to win the lottery, it doesn't happen without the action of buying a lottery ticket. So so you can see what I mean about action and inspired action being really, really important. So, whether goal setting is excruciating for you, or whether it is exhilarating, exciting, and a real thrill, I want to end this episode with talking to you about what smart goal setting is. Now, you can do goal setting in all kinds of ways, and smart goal setting is, you know, it's kind of an old school way, but for me, it's one of those things where the oldies are the goodies. And a stereotype is a stereotype for a reason. I feel like this model has existed for a long time because it works. Because it's powerful. So let me quickly talk you through the five steps of smart goal setting. And when you're next thinking about what you want to do, when you're next dreading your Monday or celebrating your Friday or generally just, you know, looking in the eyes of your beautiful babies and thinking about what's going on for you right now and what you'd like to be going on in five years from now, thinking about this SMART process can really, really help you with the goal setting. So let's start with the S. The S is for specific. 
and it's about making sure that your goal is clear and specific, otherwise it's hard to stay truly motivated to achieve it. So think about what it is that you want to accomplish. Where is it? You know, does it exist in a place? What is involved? You know, which resources are needed? Why is it important? So get really specific about what it is that you want to achieve. So, you know, if you're looking at setting a career-related goal, it can be, my goal is to move into an entrepreneurially-minded or tech-based organisation because I think they're the future and I'd be really excited about that. Now, you'll see what the other steps that they're actually more parts of that goal to really make it as efficient as it could be, but there's some level of specificity It's a fun word. Um, There's some level of being specific in that. You know, you're not just saying, my goal is to have another job. You have something specific in terms of what you want the other job to be. Now, other elements of being specific um, might involve, say, a salary level. And in a way, that can actually sort of link in with the next part of smart goal setting, which is measurable. So goals need to be measurable so you can track your process and stay motivated. It makes you realise whether you're hitting your deadlines or not. You can get excited because you're moving closer or you can recognise that you're moving further away. So what is involved in being measurable? Well, you know, I started to talk about salary and maybe that comes into it for you, right? When you think about the aspects of the next job it is that you're going for, Is it that you want it to be at a certain salary level? Is it that you want it to have a certain amount of flexibility? Um, Or you want it to be a certain amount of, of hours? Is it that you want it to be a certain distance away from where you live? So, you know, when you think about that particular goal of finding a certain job, there are elements that you can measure so that you know that you are going for the right thing. So that's an aspect of being measurable. Achievable is the A in smart goal setting. So it needs to be realistic and attainable. And I find it so interesting. I mean, one of the people that I love to hear talking about goals is actually Will Smith. And so you might not realise that the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, yes, I am speaking to my age right now, you might not realise that he would be a great source to talk about goal setting, but he is so incredibly driven. Now, actually, he goes a little bit against this model because he feels like the idea of realistic means that you're not determined and you're not fully committed to smashing your goals out of the park. Now, I think that's great when you're a Will Smith or a Branson or a you and you're at the time where you're feeling really, really driven and you're going to go do it, that is cool. Because, you know, if if people listened to what was realistic, then they wouldn't have jumped out of a plane. They wouldn't have created a plane. You know, they wouldn't have done all of these things. They wouldn't have built the most amazing suspension bridge in the world. So, you know, when we get caught up in what's realistic, we might be playing a bit too small. However, generally, when it comes to goal setting, looking at what's achievable, 
is is incredibly useful. So I always take running and marathons as an example. If you cannot run 5k, but you decide you want to run a marathon in two weeks, unless you are extraordinary, that is not particularly achievable, right? So that's how you look at the A. Now, R is relevant, and it's about ensuring that your goal really matters to you. So is it your goal, or is it somebody else's goal, right? Is it a goal of a parent? Is it a goal of somebody else? Is it worthwhile? Is it the right time? Is, you know, are you the right person, right? That's where relevant comes in. And the final one is T, which is time bound, which is what is the time that you are giving yourself to do this? And again, the marathon example is a really great one because you could say, I want to achieve this within the next year. So that is smart goal setting. The T being for time bound, which is related to a deadline, which, you know, deadlines exist at school and everywhere else. So that is what the T is. So that is smart goal setting. Now, I have to say my little girl Nyla is here with me now for the end of this recording. So if you hear funny little sounds in the background, that's what that is. But, you know, I've always been a real goal setter. It's always been something that I've done. And so when I first heard about the SMART goal setting model, I really leaned into it because I thought it was really cool to have a structure. So again, whether you find goal setting excruciating or whether it excites you, this is a really cool model to attempt. This has been the first in a short series about goal setting because I want us to really get our heads around this and I want it to be a part of you achieving what you want to on this journey of, you know, creating the career success and the lifestyle success you want. And importantly, really importantly, also about enjoying the journey. This is really, really key. And our little ones, like Miss Nyla here, yeah, yeah baby, they can be a real motivator in the goal setting area, you know? So whether it's fitness or nutrition or jobs or seeing the world or more family time in an evening or, or whatever the case might be, they can be a real catalyst to making this happen. So please lean into all of this. Embrace the SMART goal setting model if you don't have a model that you work towards already and enjoy. And let me know how you get on. As you know, you can have a chat with me via facebook.com forward slash limitless coaching and it's really worth signing up for the email newsletter because I'm going to be doing so many more of those in the near future as well and that's just a case of going to limitlesscoaching.com and putting in your email information it takes 30 seconds right Nyla it takes 30 seconds Great. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please remember that it's always great when other working parents can find this podcast. And the easiest way is if you go to iTunes and you leave a quick review. (laughs) Yeah, when you do that, it will hopefully be easier to find us. So have an amazing day. Thank you so much for hanging out with me and with Nyla. 
on this episode. We'll see you soon. <laughs>